It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. This might be the best practice that we've had. Really good. Good uh, good intensity, uh, better purpose. We did turn the ball over more than we but uh, very, like, better purpose of play on the offensive end. We moved the ball well, and it was, uh, it was good. You are locked on magic. Your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 21st, 2019. My name is Philip Rosternike. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about what Steve Clifford talked about there at the top of the show. Magic had two practices as they officially ended the preseason with their first practices heading into the regular season as the regular NBA regular season tips off Tuesday, the Orlando Magic tip off Wednesday. We'll talk about where the Magic stand and and sort of where they feel they're at and what they feel they have to do moving forward to get to the next step, to get to regular season ready. And there are certainly some things left over from the preseason that are worth discussing and figuring out as the Magic try to get to that next step. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast coming to the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast for every team covering their team with the same level of care and detail that you would find from a local expert who knows their team best. Whether it's the Orlando Magic on Lockdown Magic here, Lockdown Cavaliers covering the Cleveland Cavaliers, or whoever you are looking for. There's a podcast for you and your favorite team. Plus, we have the Lockdown NBA show with a daily bite-sized look at yesterday's action and what's coming up once the season begins. It's a national look at the NBA. We have Rejecting the Screen, a great wide-ranging NBA talk on Tuesdays and Thursdays with a long-form interview. And coming soon, the Hollinger and Duncan show, a once-a-week podcast with the amazing insight of NBA analytics guru and former NBA front office executive, John Hollinger. You can find all these great podcasts wherever you download podcasts. There's a trial on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Also, be sure to follow the entire Locked On NBA podcast network on Twitter at Locked On NBA Net, as well as on Instagram at Locked On NBA Net. No matter what team you're looking for in the NBA, MLB, colleges, NHL 2, you can fo- and the NFL, you can find your you can find it all on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. After Thursday's game against the Miami Heat, Steve Clifford said that 
the team would really get to work Sunday and Monday to prepare for the regular season, to kind of iron out all the kinks that were left from the preseason. Evan Fournier, when asked about it after the game on Thursday, said a lot of the team's issues were just them getting back into rhythm. The turnovers were all things that they could control, were all things that they know they can do a lot better. And it would just take them playing together and getting back into their rhythm to get back to where they know they can be. In fairness, you know, you look back at the beginning of the preseason, how easy things seemed to go. That was the healthiest and most together the Magic were. By that third preseason game against the Hawks, Nikola Vucevic was dealing with an ankle injury. Evan Fournier started dealing with his back spasms. Orlando's lineup got broken up pretty severely because of those injuries, whether it's Terrence Ross's sprained ankles or Nikola Vucevic's sprained ankle or so on and so forth. The Magic were fully healthy and completely together for these two for these two practices over the weekend and assumedly for Monday's practice as well. A, a full contact practice where the Magic are really getting into the nitty-gritty and into the dirty work of preparing for the regular season. Clifford said that they're not quite preparing for the neck for the team quite yet. They're not quite preparing for the the Cleveland Cavaliers for their opponent yet. It's still the part of the preseason or still part of the season where you're focused more internally and on yourself, on getting yourself ready. And so Orlando isn't quite at that part yet, which is normal. That's it's all normal. They're more focused on making sure that they can execute at a high level. They're making they're they're more at the point where they are making sure that they will take care of themselves. That they won't make mistakes. Because if there's one thing that we saw in the preseason were things that are not characteristics of this Magic team when they made their run last year or of Steve Clifford teams in general. They turned the ball over a lot. I think it was 19 turnovers per game in the last four games of the preseason. Which again, preseason, you don't worry so much about turnovers, only that it didn't get better. Although the Miami game was certainly a nice step forward from the previous two games. The Magic also gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. And so while the Magic struggled in those areas, there were some areas that they could count on as pretty solid. Their defense, when it was engaged and active and set, was really tough to beat. Their their length defensively is a very, very real issue that teams are going to have to solve. The Magic were able to get up and down and transition a lot more. The Magic were able to run at uh, at a solid pace. Their their half-court execution wasn't always the cleanest, but it was more than serviceable. Especially considering the Magic probably weren't running the rotations that they will run during the regular season. The preseason, as I mentioned on Friday's show, was something of a mixed bag. I think so. I think we had some good games and we had some bad games. So we, we saw what we what we can't do in games in, in order to win. You know, we, we'll lose games, well, a lot of games, if we play the way we did these last these last three preseason games. So we learned from that. We watched a lot of film, and um, I think I think we're ready to take a step forward. Magic point guard DJ August in there talking after Sunday's practice. Indeed, the preseason did present a lot of that mixed bag. There, there was good, there was bad, but that's what you would expect at this time of year. The other thing that I think you do have to consider is 
These are all human beings. Attention might wander a little bit. And so these practices before the regular season are about sharpening that attention. Because one thing the Magic do have to do is, as Steve Clifford says, they have to have a good purpose of play. And, and what, I'm, what I think Steve Clifford means by purpose of play is that attention to detail, is that intensity in the moment of trying to execute that play and, and, and trying to make plays that will progress and improve the team. Not always the easiest thing to do. And so that was certainly at the top of the list of things the Magic needed to accomplish as they prepare now for the regular season. It's certainly at the top of the list that the Magic are trying to regain that attention. Steve Clifford has said one of the big things the Magic have to do this season, have to do early this season especially, is return to that level of play that they reached last year. Is to be a team that is hard to play against, is executing at a high level, and, and, and was that team that they were to end last season. And the most difficult thing for this Magic team to do is to get back to that level. That the level they know they can reach. And that's kind of the task that's, that's hard to pinpoint at this point of the season. Yeah, it's hard, man. I don't know how to put my put my finger on it. Like you said, it's a challenge to get back to that. You know, it's been what five months since the since the season, so uh, we had it rolling. Um, and you know, it's just gonna take time for us to get back to that level, and hopefully, we can we can turn it on quicker than than, than we did last season. That's going to be the real trick of this thing, is getting back to that spark that got lit in January, that fire that got lit. They they know they can get there. And how quickly they can get there is going to determine just how successful the season can be. Whether they can maintain that for more than 31 games. 31 games is a pretty significant amount of time. It's nearly half the season. They don't have to go 22-9 and nine or at that pace the entire year, obviously. Just to make the playoffs, you just have to hit that mark once. But clearly the Magic want to do more. And so... The team is all about getting back to that level and how quickly they can is a matter for conjecture. Steve Clifford would probably say that the way you get back there is through your practice and your detail. The preseason, the Magic didn't have a lot of time to practice. They didn't have all their complement of players and so maybe they're not all the way there yet. Certainly not chemistry-wise and, and not kind of timing continuity-wise, but they spent a lot of their practice time over the weekend installing more of their offense. Clifford has said, at this time of the year, the defense is usually ahead of the offense. The team is usually, teams throughout the league typically are better defensively because it takes less timing and, and it's more instinctual. Certainly this Magic team, being such a good defensive team, you expect them to be a little bit ahead defensively for most of the season. And so, the Magic spent a lot of this Weekend, fine-tuning their offense, getting those details down. And as Clifford said at the top of the show, maybe the turnovers were still a little bit high, but the energy was good, the intensity was good, the purpose was good. And so now all the Magic have to do is move forward. And the best way 
for you to move forward is to look good while doing so. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com. When you enter the code LOCKEDON at check, again, that's $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when you enter the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the preseason now is officially behind us. And it's fair to ask, where are the Orlando Magic? How close are they to getting back to that level we talked about earlier in the show? Are they any closer? As I've said before, and as I said earlier, and as I said on Friday, the preseason was a bit of a mixed bag. On one hand, those first three games saw the team's defense terrorize teams, frankly. And and I, and I would say even Thursday's game against Miami Outside of the second half, really the first half, the defense was really good. Deflection numbers were high. They were getting a lot of turnovers. They did a lot of really good things. Defenses, the Magic's defense could be very, very good. The offense was always a bit of a struggle. And I would even argue their, their transition offense isn't as clean as it should be. The high energy and, and movement that we saw in those first two games specifically kind of gave way as the preseason went on. In fact, you, the, the thing that's most discouraging about the preseason was how the Magic got worse. And yes, they lost. They didn't have Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross were part of that, and that hurts them probably more than anything else. But still, it, it wasn't encouraging that that spirit got worse as the preseason went on until Thursday's game. And even Thursday's game, you kind of see them not playing at the intensity and, and at the level that you want them to play at. Then again, it's just preseason. How much of this are you supposed to believe? Good or bad? What does it all really matter? As I mean, Clifford is right. that The Magic struggles really came when they broke their lineup. And in the half court, that second unit, which was Markel Fultz, uh, Terrence Ross... Jonathan Isaac for stretches, Mo Bamba and Al Aminu, that lineup did not fare very well. Then again, that's not a lineup I, I see the Magic using very often. In fact, I think a lot of the struggles that the Magic had with their lineups, you can trace back to the fact that the Magic weren't running a regular season rotation. They were running kind of platoons. That's not how Steve Clifford's going to do things next in, in the regular season. Yes, he said he was going to rebuild his rotation sort of from scratch and try it because that, that second unit just didn't work in the playoffs and so it's about finding the right combination. But at the end of the day, the Magic are probably going to run 
lineups that have Evan Fournier on the floor. I, I, I've, I've said on online, I think, I can't see the Magic running many lineups for or for very long without two of DJ Augustine, Terrence Ross, and Evan Fournier on the floor at all times. You might be able to get away with just one if Nikola Vucevic is there. The preseason showed some of the Magic's weaknesses. There's, there's no doubt about that. An injury to the wrong guy, specifically Nikola Vucevic, I hate to say. Probably to Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross. An extended absence by any of those guys is going to really hurt this team. The three-point shooting and, and just isn't quite there. Jonathan Isaac's an improving three-point shooter, but he didn't shoot well in the preseason. Neither did Aaron Gordon. And those are guys that the Magic are going to need to make outside shots to keep defenses honest, to create the ability to make space. The turnovers, because the Magic were playing so many unfamiliar lineups, hurt them in the end too. Made, made bad problems worse. And so that's going to be a recurring storyline, something to keep an eye on as we go through this regular season, as we go through the early parts of the regular season especially. If there's one thing to be concerned about when we get to the regular season, it is the offense. There are still just not enough weapons, not enough guys who can spread the floor or attack off the dribble. Aaron Gordon, I thought, did some good things. But his struggles to shoot in the last three games of the preseason certainly hurt. Then again, against the Pistons, he was driving right into Blake Griffin's chest, right into Andre Drummond's chest and finishing. So maybe it's something that'll come and go. Steve Clifford often likes to say, the Magic know how they have to play. They have to have a way to play to win. And that's going to be predicated a lot on player movement and ball movement. It's going to be predicated a lot on making quick decisions and attacking defenses before they can get set. Making quick decisions, making the right decisions. And so the high turnovers are really about timing. Timing that this team still needs to get down. It will come But the question is, how fast? And the question is, how will the Magic adjust when defenses adjust to what they're trying to do? It's it's really no secret. This Magic team's going to have to fight and scratch and claw still. I talked a lot last year about how the margin for error was very, very small. How the margin for error was almost non-existent. That if, if... One thing fell out of place. The whole thing could topple over. And while I agree with Steve Clifford, this is a more talented team, this is a better team than last year, that part is still very true. The preseason, as as Augustine alluded to earlier, was a bit of a warning shot in some respects. It was a kind of warning of how the team cannot play under any circumstance. High turnovers, giving up offensive rebounds, failing to get back in transition, getting their offense stuck, low assist numbers. If the Magic play like that, they are going to lose a lot of games. 
There's no getting around it. There's no getting around that. But they also saw how they can play to win. That transition game, the defense. Yes, and the ball movement. It's finding that that's going to matter most. None of this is rocket science, of course. It's easier said than done, too, but none of this is rocket science. We saw exactly what this Magic team could be and how they could falter. And all those reminders are going to be important as the games begin to count. But it's interesting to note because so many of these players are the same and, and, and they've, they've been through this before with each other and with this coaching staff before where they feel that they are. I've gotten the sense that, you know, Steve Clifford is a coach. He is constantly worried and constantly trying to improve his team, and so he's never satisfied. Nor should he be, and I, I like that approach, and he's pretty straight with everyone. You know, I, I think when he says a team had a good practice, you could take him at his word because he'll tell you when they had a bad practice. But you talk to the team and you get the sense around the team you get the sense that that they understand that they'll need to increase their intensity, that they'll need to increase their focus. You get the sense that they understand what preseason basketball is and what regular season basketball will be. My first thought in, in that feeling is that this is not a team that can simply flip a switch. They can't just turn things on and be good. That's, that's not how this team is built. That's not, how, that's not the kind of players this team has. When the season starts, when game one starts, they got to be playing at a high intensity throughout the entire 48 minutes. There is no kind of jogging through the first three quarters and finishing them off. They don't have that kind of player. They don't have those kinds of players. But I think there is a seriousness about this team to win. Clifford has said it. Numerous times that he has constantly seen a team that wants to win and still sees a team that wants to win. So I think there is a seriousness about winning with this team and an understanding of what it takes to get there. Of course, this is, this is all conjecture. This is all a sense. This is all feeling. And nobody's really going to know where this team is at and what this team could be until they tip it off on Wednesday. Wednesday is the first big test. If the Magic come out Wednesday like gangbusters, intense, high energy, you know, good purpose of play, all that stuff, all, all those attention to detail moments, then we could brush aside the preseason and say, see, it was just the preseason. If they come out kind of lax and easing into the season or easing into the game, especially against an opponent that's you know, projected to be much weaker than them, then the preseason really becomes a warning. So let the preseason be a warning now that that's not how this team plays. And that's not ultimately how they're going to find success in 2020. 
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at underscore md And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We'll be talking a little bit about Terrence Ross coming up on tomorrow's show. Big article coming up on Terrence Ross on orlandomagicdaily.com, so be sure to check that out. The Orlando Magic Daily mailbag is open. I'm hoping to answer your Orlando Magic questions uh, before the season begins, probably slightly after the season begins. So send your questions my way. I'm looking forward to answering them. You can do that on Twitter at omagicdaily or by email at omagicdaily at gmail.com. That's going to do it for me today. Though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rosson Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.